Welcome back, listeners, to this week's episode in our installment anthology of Face Fallen Off. If you remember last week, old cranky Mr. Cage was complaining to his plastic surgeon. My nose seems a little bit tilted. Meanwhile, across the hospital in the brain surgery room, Grumpy Dr. Rufus said, Why, this brain would never hold more than five milligrams of knowledge. And finally, at home, sweet, sweet Ms. Darcy is awaiting her husband's return from hospital. If I don't get laid, I am just going to disintegrate. Ah, what a cliffhanger that all is. Let's catch back up with Mr. Cage in his plastic surgeon's office. I'm telling you that my my tilted nose, when I breathe, it just is, it's just disturbing. Look, mate, I I really think that you're kind of, um, you're looking at this the wrong way, right? It's cubist, it's sexy, you know, it's, it's an art art piece you know it's a statement look when i blow my nose things come out sideways yeah that's part of the statement you know about like life and stuff i i i don't feel like you're listening i can hurt children i could take out an eye with like a random booger well i mean Look, I, I do hear you. I realize that may be a little um, inconvenient long term, but, you know, you have to weigh that against just the quality of art, you know, how much you, I, I, I'm willing to sacrifice for my art. <coughs> All right. You do sound pretty bad, though. I will give you that. Look, the nose is attached to the sensory organ of your of your taste and then your throat it's 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 all like a mucusy mess in there doctor i i I do appreciate that but you know that's not strictly my department you know i'm i'm not so much of it you know when 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 they say hey get dr bellows you know you're not having him root around and and do a bit of sinus stuff you know you're getting him to make something real you know people look at you and they're gonna go that man is real dr bellows if this doesn't all clear up and i don't sound back to my normal self and my nose boogers don't start going out straight i'm gonna come to your house and I'm going to do this to you. Ooh, straight boogers. I, that's a wish that I hope comes true. Let's cut across to the top floor of the hospital where brain surgery is occurring, but Dr. Rufus is having a migraine without his coffee. Oh, my head, my head. I need coffee. Dr. Rufus, are, are you feeling all right? The... the It looks like the brain cerebral fluid is starting to leak. Oh, God. Assistant, Assistant Dr. Jones, this is, I, I cannot even concentrate on this today. I, my brain is shot. I need coffee. 
that brain is not going to hold enough memory for this patient. Is this the best brain we could find on the transplant list? And Dr. Rufus, the transplant list is just, it's just not what it used to be. There's, there's not very many very good quality brains out there these days. Uh, Dr. Jones, this is, this is uh, my do- reputation. Dr. Dr. Rufus, please yes. get the number of ISSIS right. You know, I'm very particular about that. Sorry, it's- Dr. Jones. Sorry. I always think of keeping up with the Joneses. Joneses. <sighs> my neighbors, they, they put in an in-ground pool this weekend. Can you believe it? An in-ground pool. Dr. Rufus, Dr. Rufus, concentrate. We have a person here who's pretty close to death at this point. Fine, we'll put in this inadequate brain and this person will never be able to do anything beyond third grade multiplication tables in his life. And forever I will be known as the doctor who brought this person down several grade levels in knowledge. At least the person will still be alive. What kind of life it is, is it if you can't even do long division? Meanwhile, Miss Darcy is at home planning a proper meal for her Husband is returning from his visit from the hospital. She talks with her neighbor, Mrs. Kathy. So with his brand new nose, he's going to be able to smell and taste everything just so exquisitely. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited. You know, things really get spiced up in the bedroom with a proper nose. That's what I'm hoping, <laughs> that it's going to rekindle the spark, if you know what I mean. I mean, oh. not, not that it ever really went out. But I was going to say, it sounds like you, uh, you could use some tinder for that fire. <laughs> yeah, just because we burned up all the logs already every night, just going back to the wood pile. Or, or, you, or you could download Tinder. Oh my goodness, no. I don't think I could ever be with anyone other other than my husband. Oh, I, I remember thinking that way when Mr. Kathy was still alive, but then he disappeared on that sea voyage, and well, a woman does have needs. Well, what I need right now is for my husband to come home and for him to smell me and taste me with his brand new nose. I, I, that's visceral. I, I can tell that you're excited about this, Mrs. Darcy, but will a new nose be enough? I'm hoping so. Will a new nose be enough to spice things up and bring things back to the way they used to be? We'll find out about that spicy love life after this commercial message. Have you noticed that you're dripping cerebrospinal fluid all over your living room? Unfortunately, yes, I have, and it's quite moist. Have you realized that you've ruined your finest rug with the drippings of your thoughts out of your nose or ears, and also forgotten what the color purple looks like? Weirdly, yes, both of those. Yes, both of those. 
Well, friend, it sounds like you need Dr. Scholl's patented brain case. It's not purple, is it? It is not. It is specifically a deep form of magenta to emulate the color that your brain makes when it is leaking. Because if it was purple, I wouldn't be able to see it or remember it. Right, no, we, we took that into account when we were beta testing. If you have a brain case, then you have a case for your brain, and you have a case for life. It's not purple, is it? It, I, oh, I can, as you can see, some people certainly need a brain case more than others. And no longer will you be ruining the fine china by dripping bits of your memories of your parents onto your dinner plate. What's this on my rug? It's your brain. Now, those, those of you at home who either are leaking that sweet gray matter or know someone who is, why, you just head to the local Walgreens and pick up a case of Dr. Scholl's brain case. Why am I eating my china? <laughs> Why indeed? <laughs> Why indeed? I'm sure, listeners, you are just at the edge of your seat wondering what's happening in that spicy, spicy bedroom between Mrs. Darcy and her newfound husband with straight boogers. But we must cut back to the hospital first, where Dr. Rufus is being investigated by the FBI for his botched surgeries. I just performed the surgery with the brains that the organ transplant team brings me. Oh, my God. Is anyone else's head tired? Listen, um, <clears throat> anyone else want to want a shot of this stuff? Look, save it, mister. Save it for a rookie. Save it for the, the guy who's wet behind the ears, because I've heard it all. And what I hear right now sounds like a man who's lying. Lying to save his skin. Or maybe lying to save someone you care about, but I know you're lying. <laughs> well, get a load of Mr. Uh, <clears throat> Law and Order over here. You, uh, you rehearsed that all day before who, coming to interrogate me? Who told you to talk? All right, talk. As I was saying, on the day of the surgery, we called the patient in and said a brain came in. There was a car accident the day before. Totally sad. 25 people died. Only one was a, an organ donor, though. So we ripped that person to shreds and took what we could get from them. And the only thing that was salvageable was a brain. But How many of those 25 people who died were your fault? It was a car accident. Oh, oh, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just... But technically, it was 20 because I failed to yield at a yield sign. Um, I probably shouldn't have said that, um, but to my defense, it was raining and I couldn't see too much. So you admit it. I admit it was raining and I was driving below the speed limit. So at worst, you can get me on negligent manslaughter. Suddenly, a cop comes in and throws to the ground the nose doctor, Dr. Bellows. Look, I really don't think we need to engage in this kind of behavior. I think we do. We have noticed that you are also killing people. What is with this hospital? 
Well, look, I mean, killing is a bit of a, a, a harsh thing. You know, I'm making art here. You are making gross negligence. Well, gross is subjective. Hey, Rufy, baby, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, Dr. B? Oh, you know, not great here on the ground with my face on the floor, but... Hey, who told you two to talk to each other? Wasn't yeah. me. All right. So, okay, I... Go ahead and talk to each other. Dr. B, you want a you wanna shot of anything? Uh, these headaches are killing me, but this jack is super helping. Oh, yeah, I'd like a bit of that. Wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind. Cheers, mate. Cheer. Well, here, you're going to have to dribble it down my mouth. I'm still on the ground here. but Oh, yeah, I, I got you, my friend. I got you. Thank so you. This, this must be what it would be like if Hannibal Lecter was talking to the original Hannibal who went over the mountains to conquer Rome. Oh, can I have dibs on that? I love elephants. Elephants are really tasty. We had one last year. It was probably illegal. That's not what I meant at all. We killed one last year for the hospital company barbecue. Who told you two to enjoy the conversation? How many how many times did it take you to shoot it? You know, I mean, was this like a sniper or more like the head of the NRA? Funny story with that. So I showed up to this elephant hunt, but I was only carrying a magma handgun to kill an elephant. That seems unlikely. <laughs> While the hilarity ensues in the questioning room in the hospital, we get to titillate your senses, listeners, because here is a new type of bedroom conversation between Mrs. Darcy and her new excellent-looking husband. Oh, darling, I wasn't expecting such a cubist visage. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I just, <clears throat> the, the mucus gets all, all twisted out in there and then it just makes it hard to talk. And you know how much I want to tell you everything that I, I want to do to you. Oh, uh. That's that's okay. You don't have to do that. Um, I, I can infer it from your body language uh, because I'm just looking at your body and not your face. You can at least smell the, the, the be beautiful seafood dinner that I cooked for you, can't you? Oh, I, I can smell it, but I, I can't concentrate on it because you smell so lovely, Mrs. Darcy. Okay. Your nose is not ruined. Call me, call me by my name, which strangely we don't share. Oh, darling. Darling Beauregard. Beauregard Cage, Mr. Beauregard Cage, my husband. Mrs. Darcy. It's so great that when we got married, we, we kept separate names. It just makes it so much sexier. I would have never wanted to feel like I was fucking a relative. Yes, Beauregard Cage is an amazing name to have. And this, this tryst between the two is going to amazing places. And I can't, I can't contain myself, but we have to listen to a commercial message.
Are you going to have another night of lovemaking with a spouse or significant other that you just don't find attractive and you are settling for? Am I? I bet there's nothing worse than looking up at somebody and just being outright disgusted or bored at their appearance. (laughs) It's the reality that I live with every day as a middle-aged woman in America. Well, I have a solution for you. What celebrity do you find the sexiest? Oh, geez. Maybe uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, good choice. Well, here at the Kaleidoscope Contact Lens Corporation, we've created contact lenses that if you pop in your eyes, everybody around you is going to look like the person you picked. In your case, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's amazing. Do I get to pick which era? Exactly. You get to pick the celebrity, the decade of their life, as long as it's 20 or older, anything weird going on here, 20 or older, pop them in your eyes. And that jilted lover that you just can't stand will all of a sudden become your sexiest person alive. Wow. And how can I get this amazing contact lens? Great question. All you got to do is call 1-800-Kaleidoscope. 1-800-Kaleidoscope. You can sign up to get 30 pairs for just a low price of $19.99 today. Wow, 30 pairs. That'll last me and my husband at least two years. Unless it's a good product, then we'll use them up right away. That bland love life just might have a little bit of a spark that you don't even need alcohol for anymore. Kaleidoscope Contact Lens Corporation. Alcohol sounds like a great sort of dessert for that climax that just occurred. Listeners, we could not allow you to witness it. This is a G-rated show. So we must flash forward into the future where grumpy Dr. Rufus is on the stand in a courtroom scene and is being questioned by the most talented lawyer in Jersey. Now, right. order, order in the court. Or, you you don't you don't get to talk until I allow everyone to talk. Order sorry, in the court. Sorry, Your Honor. Order in the court. All right, you may you may uh, go ahead and question the defendant or prosecute the defendant, whatever you want. Thank you, Your Honor. And may I just say that is a particularly fetching gown that you've got on today. Well, thank you. Suck thank up. You. Suck up. <clears throat> Shut up. Billy, it's my, it's my witness. All right, Dr. Rufus, would you say that your particular style of medicine practice is uh, negligent is a, a kind way of saying it. You, you do tend to murder your clients, do you not? Listen, we don't, I wouldn't so much say murder as I would say, you know, mercy dealings here. Listen, we never murder anyone who's going to have a long, happy, productive life. But sometimes we get transplants to come in and we face a dilemma. Do we send them out there in a life that's going to be miserable for them and their loved ones? Or do we let them pass on and the loved ones have the memory of the person they always knew? You know, really, I would say that we are doing a service for those around us. Well, well, I I was going to cross-examine you with it but i think that you just confessed to all, way more than i ever could have hoped for so 
uh, the prosecution rests, Your Honor. All right. Well, the prosecution has made a very damning case. Um, we cut issue. forward to the second part of the case where they must prosecute Dr. Bellows. And on the witness stand is Mrs. Darcy, who has lost a great deal of her husband for a guard cage. So let me tell you the story. My husband and I were rolling around in bed the way that we do every single day. And he was doing some stuff with his face and it just started to fall off. His face, his face just fell right off. And I had to peel it off of my thigh and stick it back on. All right, please, please, everyone, please quiet down. Please, no tittering. I, I this don't... is, please, no, 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 no tittering. This is a serious matter. I will not have tittering in my court. I don't really see how that's my fault. Please, just let the witness continue. I'm sorry, continue. Thank you, Your Honor. So I peeled his face off my thigh and I stuck it back on. And it just kept falling off. And it kept falling off and it kept falling off and now he has no face. All I wanted was for my husband to smell me and taste me and now he has no nose and no mouth. You know how useful a man with no nose and no mouth is? It, it, it was a, that mouth. It was a comment about the lack of individualism in modern society. All right, and, and also uh, I want to go ahead and admit into evidence now the said face of uh, Mr. Uh, Beauregard Cage as uh, evidence exhibit A. Evidence exhibit A. Bailiff, you can go ahead and hold up the face for the audience to see. Here is the face. Um, and yes, please, everyone notice that there is no body attached to that face. It is not a plastic face. That is the actual face of Mr. Mr. Cage, of said Mr. Cage. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, Mrs. Darcy, that uh, we had to show that in front of you. Yeah, it's a little bit more gruesome now than when it was fresh, but you guys get the idea. And, and please, jury, um, take no notice of the fact that the part of the face is missing that was on the thigh. Uh, Mrs. Darcy's thigh has no relevance to whatever decision you make here. So, so please don't take that into account. Just imagine the part of the face that is missing as it was originally. I do feel compelled to say, in my defense, I didn't know his face was going to come off. You should have known that. You're a doctor. Well, I mean, aspirationally. So I, he ad admits it. We, we usually don't allow it when the witnesses cross-examine each other, but I'm going to allow it in this case. 
Yeah, well, I can see you run a real tight ship here, Your Honor. <laughs> so, um, look. Do you like my robe? It's actually quite nice. Is that chiffon? Uh, yeah. Thank you for noticing. Thank you. We cut to the judge's ruling. All right. Well, in this case, there is a lot of compelling evidence, uh, but with the state against Dr. Rufus and Dr. Bellows, I have to say that the evidence presented and the testimony by Mrs. Darcy was too overwhelming for the defense. And based on everything I've said, I will now read what I hope will be a valid decision by the jury, not biased at all by what I've just said. Uh, Bailiff, would you go ahead and read the jury's decision? The jury finds in the case of North Carolina versus the defendants, both defendants guilty on all charges. Oh, come on. How oh, will, I don't want to go back to jail. How will Dr. Bellows and Dr. Rufus do as surgeons in prison? Lots of tattoo reconstruction on that front, probably. Will Mrs. Darcy ever be sexually satisfied again? And is Beauregard Cage really Beauregard Cage without a face? A philosophical question of the ages on our next installment next week in Face Fallen Off. This is KLC 1150 AM radio broadcasting out of Oakley, California, owned and operated by the Dr. Scholl's Brain Case Corporation with affiliates in Sacramento and Merced is authorized by the Federal Communications Commission. We will see you again at 6 AM and we wish you a pleasant good night. This now concludes our broadcast day. It's, it's really, really hard to keep this show G-rated. I don't see how it can be. We did not what? swear. We didn't swear. Why That's... are we targeting kids for this plot line? Also, just side note, we are getting perilously close to getting sued by the producers of Face Off. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Cage as part of a show with oh, Face Jesus, Off. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, wow, me neither. We're screwed. Also, that is not how courtrooms go, right? I've never been in a courtroom. I'm pretty ever. sure that the that the judge does not submit the evidence himself. <laughs> it seems I, like a bit of a conflict of interest. I, I would like to to compliment the writers on Mrs. Darcy. I mean, the whole Jane Austen thing. You know, that's that's the last time I heard that name. Yeah, bold choice. Yeah, mm. I thought a, that was a, my first name the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I I heard more from Mrs. Kathy. She seemed like a kind of funky, freaky old lady. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That'd be like my grandma discussing her sex life. That's not really uh, something I need in my head. I feel like she would have some stories. I don't mean your grandmother. I mean Mrs. Kathy. Thank you. I, was I mean, how about, about Dr. Jones? Oh, we know your Jonas's. grandma was a freak. Yeah. Jonas's? Is it? Jo- I, I can never say the name. What'd you say Jones about my grandma? I said grandmother was, a freak. was probably a real freak back in the day. How dare you? Guys, this, I mean, is, get- this is getting heated. I mean, well, you exist, don't you? Listen, last year at the family, uh, you know, actor actress get together party. Right. Your grandmother was telling us. Your grandmother was telling us some stories. (laughs) Well, that's all she was doing to you. She was doing way more to me. I got more than just stories. I have to make some phone calls. 
Uh, guys, is that the red light that's Ooh, still on? Shit. Oh my Grandma, God. how could you? Damn it, oh. Howie. You've got to cut the feed. Grandma. Damn it.